Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. It was a, a big trade and I think a big uh, addition and moment for, for our team. Uh, Corbin Burns is exactly what we needed. We were in a dogged pursuit of him the entire offseason, and it's a, it's a tremendous impact. We're very excited to welcome Corbin to the organization. I talked to him on FaceTime yesterday, and Brandon did as well, but I'm really looking forward to meeting him in person in Sarasota. I can tell he's very excited. We need as many starters as possible. We need as many good pitchers as possible. Uh, there's plenty of room for for everyone, and you know I said it a little while ago. But you see the Los Angeles Dodgers, as great as their team is, they just keep adding starting pitchers, and it's not easy to get your hands on them. But now I feel good about the the quality and quantity of starter candidates that we're going to bring into camp. Mike Elias, Orioles GM. That was a couple weeks back after the trade of Corbin Burns or trade four. Corbin Burns was announced coming over from Milwaukee for D.L. Hall, Joey Ortiz, 34th pick in the draft. Corbin Burns, former Cy Young Award winner, 29 years old, coming off a year in which he led the NL in whip, so he's still got some gas in his tank for sure. But stating the obvious with pitching, because I guess the game has changed so much with everybody throwing 9,500 miles an hour the risk of injury has increased because it's all high velo. That's if you're a crafty lefty that can still get people out or you throw some bosh ball stuff, Mike Boddicker style, there's still a home for you. But I guess because of analytics, fastball, fastball, fastball. And the old saying has been for years that an unnatural act for an arm is to take a round thing and throw it as quickly as you possibly can and do it a hundred times a game, not to mention what you're doing in bullpens and between innings. So it's not something that the arm, the arms were made for opening doors, eating food, hunting live game. 
not to throw a baseball. The point is, though, that the game has changed to the point because of stats and trends and nerds and whatever. Guys like Dean Kramer, for instance, who we expect to be part of the five-man rotation. We'll talk. We got, what, a month and a half to talk about it. Pitchers and catchers actually report today open to the media. Mike Elias will meet with the media. But Dean Kramer throws 95 miles an hour. In 1980, if Dean Kramer was throwing 95 miles an hour, two guys that I could think of off the top of my head would have been in that conversation. Goose Gossage and Nolan Ryan. Now, Frank Tanana used to throw 100 miles an hour, but by this time, his shoulder and all that stuff had gone haywire, and then he reinvented him as a a guy that threw like 80 miles an hour. So he mentioned quality, duh, but quantity. And I think with the addition of Corbin Burns, not only do you add quantity, you add quality at the top of your rotation. Now the Tyler Wellses of the world could be assets to you coming out of spring training, even though we talked about him, what he did in the bullpen in the second half of the season. But now they have a little bit of depth working in their favor. So they have quality. Yeah, Grace Rodriguez, who looks to ascend to maybe one of the best pitchers in baseball status. Kyle Bradish, who was one of the best pitchers in the American League. And Corbin Burns, a proven commodity. John Means was an all-star. Dean Kramer, who only, air quotes, throws 95 miles an hour. He was a winning pitcher. The Orioles won vast majority of games that he started. So they have quality, but now they have quantity. Because Vinny, I guess in a long-winded way, injuries are a reality nowadays when it comes to arms. No doubt about it. And, Bob, you know, when you were saying that, I was, you know, and you were showing the motion, why don't a lot of quarterbacks get it? Because they throw all day long. Who was – now we're going, oh, real old man. There was a guy, uh, Greg Cook. Yeah, I played remember for the Cook. Bengals. Tore his labrum. Yeah. Burt Jones probably tore his rotator cuff or had a busted yeah. labrum. That's why he was never what he was after the original injury. But is it as, it's not as commonplace, it's it seems. Yeah, no. And they're throwing. But you're doing it 30 times a game. I know, but every day. Sure. But these guys... You know, you're dumping this, you're checking down to that. Yeah. And the other thing that I was going to say, Bob, is that, I mean, you talk about 15 years ago, 15 years ago, I mean, if you threw five innings, it was like uh, I had a crappy performance. Now, you yeah. know, I get into the fifth. I'm still bull- the bullpen. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, you and Blake Snell, maybe that's one of the reasons he's still out there in free agency. He doesn't give you a ton of innings. He's like a six, maybe seven inning guy. And granted, the days of Jim Palmer and Mickey Lolich well, throwing 300. screwed down. Yeah, right I mean, now you're a workhorse if you pitch 200 innings. No doubt. Yeah, back in, back in the olden days, that was their fifth starter throwing 200 innings. What would Palmer throw, Bob? He How threw many? over 300 multiple times. Yeah, if he did that nowadays, and 10 shutouts would be killing and, and you. Thing, yeah. No, he, you can look at his, even by nerd stats, his numbers were extremely impressive. Then Mike Messina would get into the seventh eight. Yep. I mean, it's all changed in the last few years, But and I get it. But getting back to uh, Elias's original point, the Orioles have pitching. Is their starting rotation the best in the American League? Maybe not. you got Seattle, the Yankees, Toronto. I mean, there are some candidates yep. for sure. And second half of 2024, when Texas gets DeGrom and Scherzer back, 
I mean, who knows? Houston has a standout rotation. I mean, there are some candidates, but for the first time in forever, the Orioles are one of those teams. I mean, it's like Kimbrell, or excuse me, um, Bradish and uh, G-Rod. No, nah, I don't want to go with it. Grayson Rodriguez. They're two of the five lowest earned run averages in the American League in the second half. And Corbett Burns has always been mm-hmm. that guy in the National League. Let him in whip. So they, and we, again, me, the trump card to me, Vinny, as we sit here on February 15th, and happy Valentine's Day belatedly there, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if Means can give them a buck 50, hit the post 25 times, that's going to be huge oh, for the yeah. Orioles. With we, we expect Grayson to be better, Bradish be Bradish, Burns be Burns. Kramer, do what you've done for the last year and a half. And if you can get 25 out of John Means, look out below. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday, weren't we, Norm? Like guys, like uh, pitchers who, you know, may make that jump or kind of be surprised. You know, Means he was kind of, that was mine and your guy. You know, Means was that, I think with Cordell was uh, Rodriguez. Right, more Means more from an inning standpoint. Yeah. The talent. Just pitch. The talent's undeniable, but stay healthy was my point from start to finish. Yeah, G-Rod. Stop it, Bob. Stop it, Grayson Rodriguez. I'm not calling him G-Rod. I apologize for that. Don't don't call him G-Rod either. G-Rod. No, that's Greg Roman. Yeah, G. Rowe. <laughs> that's bad. Back on J. Rod. Hey, coordinator of the year. But anyway, <laughs> Rodriguez is a guy you look at like, man, there's Cy Young potential. Mm-hmm. Means is, yeah, there's a guy that's capable of winning. He If he's their fourth or fifth starter, advantage Orioles in every one of those matchups. Absolutely. Now, Same with, thing with Kramer, too. I with, mean, when Corbin Burns goes up against Garrett Cole, my opinion, that's a push. Bradish against New York's number two starter. Who's that, Rodon or somebody like that? Probably, yeah. yeah advantage Orioles. You know what I mean? Anyway, well, you match their players against their players. Now the Orioles kind of have advantages in a lot of those areas. But Elias, stating the obvious, Burns brings us depth and he brings us quality. So the Orioles, at least as we sit, don't want to jinx them. Quantity and quality. And perception-wise, he's like he satisfied your biggest need. Going into the offseason. Yeah, he's better than dealing Cease. Right. The advantage with Cease is he's controlled through next year. But Corbin Burns, throughout their respective careers, has been a much more reliable and effective pitcher than Dylan Cease. But pitchers and catchers, they're happening today. Open to the media. We're going to hear from Mike Elias, Brandon Hyde, later on in the program. If you want to get in, USA Today, yesterday, did their aggregate poll of their experts, and they had the Orioles winning the American League East with 93.5 wins, which is good to see. None of this means anything here as we sit in the middle of February, just like mock drafts in the National Football League. And they're starting to flow like water, even though, and we'll get into our draft profiles, Vinny, once yeah. the combine's over, because yeah, then that, you got a better idea. Of, plus, uh, then I get all the true measurables, yeah. the speeds and all that sure. kind of stuff. But the, the top guys, I guess, are already etched in stone. Uh, yeah, but the the other thing, yeah, the things that'll change is, you know, I mean, a good example, Bob, Kyle Hamilton. I mean, he was going to be in the top five, and then he ran slower, and he went 14. You know, and then medicals will come into play. Interviews will come into play. Um, and you know there's going to be risers and sliders. You know, look at uh, 
Wilson from the Jets. All of a sudden, you know, I mean, he goes to the second pick because people people fall in love at these workouts. Yeah. Now he had a good year at BYU. Yeah. Put up some big numbers, and then because I remember we were talking to Mel about him and Mel Kiper, of course, Baltimore guy, Calvert Hall. Well, they play against this team, that team. Let's see. And and he continued to get better yeah. as the season went along. But to your point, Vinny, once he got out there in the pro days and all that stuff, then they, everyone was drooling all over the yeah. team. And, and what people forget is it's scripted. You know, the, you probably practice it. And it's not – you got to go back to the film. They forget what the film looks like. Um, so that's that's the thing. And, and it happens every year. And it's going to happen again this year. It just does. It's what people do. They fall in love. Well, to that point, you know, Field Yates, he's doing his mock drafts. And as you would expect, Caleb Williams went number one. But the Ravens at 30, and we're going to get into the needs that the Ravens have. And there's a lot of them because they have a lot of free agents and some aging players in certain areas. But Kamari Lasseter, cornerback, Georgia at 30. I mean, All subject to change. Yeah. And well, here here's the thing about it. What's kind of funny about, you know, mock drafts right now is like, oh, this is what this team needs. You don't know. I mean, we got to do free agency first because then all of a sudden teams the needs change because all of a sudden, let's say let's say the Ravens went out and signed two corners or so. They don't need a corner anymore. Then then it's I'm I'm guessing, Bob, for the Ravens if there's if if it's a corner or an old lineman, they may, I I would think they may go old line, you know. And I think they'll they they may have to sign three or four old linemen, you know. And they gotta get some guys. I mean, George Kokanis, the the pro director. George has got to find some dudes in free agency, you know, that they can get cheap that can come in and better be better than Cleveland, better be better than Philadelphia. Those kind of guys. They need. You know, like you, like Elias just said that they've got depth now. The Ravens have no depth in the O line. Yeah, and and the Orioles have quantity and quality. Yeah, uh, the Ravens have players, but <laughs> they have names. The, is the quality there for sure? But we're going to look back at the 2021 Ravens draft class. They're three years into their careers. One guy, second round pick out of Ohio State. Let's just say injuries have really shortened whatever stud potential he had. Terps last night, men's college basketball, cut from behind, down ten. And not late, but late enough against Iowa as Jameer Young, Julian Reese, and then Deshaun Harris-Smith, one of the Ballyhoot freshmen. He had one of the best games, if not the best game of his career. Hey, Kaiser made some big plays for them in the second half as well. So Maryland wins 78-66. We'll talk about it later in the show. The win right now puts Maryland 14-11, and 6-8 in the Big Ten which ties them with Iowa. But looking at the standings here based on tiebreakers and everything, Maryland would be the ninth seed. We like that. Because that would be the Thursday noon Eastern time game. But before you start making plans for that day, <laughs> Can they, I? They, got, they got Illinois coming right. up on Saturday, who's as their best player back, Terrence Shannon Jr., who just dropped 30 on Michigan a couple of nights ago. He didn't play in that first game that Maryland won. But Illinois coming up Saturday, but a big win for Maryland. They're trying to scrape together something to give hope for March. You want to get in, let's do it. Sport 583-1057. It's Vinny, Haney, Nolan, 
Totally. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Fresh thirst. Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 105.7 The Fan. Fundamentally, we're always going to be focused on the draft. When we look at our history, you know, uh, now we've, you know, in the last couple of years, we have traded draft picks for players in some cases. But I think generally, uh, we're going to be a draft-centric team. And, uh, you know, as we've said, the landscape has changed a little bit. Derek DaCosta, Ravens GM, a couple weeks back, end of season press conference question there was, would you be willing to trade draft picks to bring in maybe more draft equity in some particular deal, or most importantly, bring in someone that could start for your team in 2024 when you have, what, 22, 23 free agents mm-hmm. that have to be dealt with. You got deadlines coming up here next week with franchise tags that start, then free agency starts in less than a month. But, Vinny, we were talking off the air. By the way, it's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fair. Bob Haney beats Toronto. Nolan McGraw. Thir- oh, it's a total quest Thursday. That was Van Halen. Somebody get me a doctor. I'll get into that because I was at one yesterday. Thank you, Cordell Woodland, as always, for doing a, br- a brilliant job running the show here yesterday. But you think the Ravens don't need to be trained draft picks. They need to be adding draft picks. I think I am... You look at what Ozzy's done and what their his. If you're sitting at 30, you're in a prime position for a team in the second round that didn't get a quarterback that wants. Same thing the Ravens did with Lamar. Come up, get your quarterback so you get the fifth year option. They trade back, you know, and then they'll have two twos and maybe three twos, depending on how far you got to go, or a two and a four or two and a three, something like that, or a next year's one. I think they're going to be gathering picks. I think it makes more sense, especially when you're tight against the cap, you're trying to restructure, and you've got the Matabikes, the Queens, the Stones, you got a lot of Darby, you got a lot of guys that you want to re-sign. So to me, giving up draft picks to um go trade for a guy that's gonna cost a lot of money, that that doesn't that doesn't jive with how the Ravens do business, in my opinion. And we just heard Eric DaCosta say we value yeah. draft picks. They're going to get an extra one with uh, Ben Powers, expected to be, what, a third rounder, if I'm not mistaken. But 
Oh, now we're sitting here. I believe it's the twentieth is when you have to start tendering and yeah. franchising and all that good stuff. But what do you think they do over the next few days to try to free up money, identify keepers of the twenty two, twenty three free agents, whatever it is? Is it twenty two or twenty three? I've seen twenty two and I've seen twenty five. Twenty five. I, I guess, holy mackerel. That's forty seven, according to my man. I guess it all depends on. You know, is it practice squad guys too, or sure. you know that kind? Of, I, I don't, I don't know. But, but I mean, key we, guys. What then, are we doing now to figure out the finances here? Well, I'm sh- well. Eric will get a lot done at the combine. He, I'm sure that Matabike, whenever they have to tag him, they'll they'll tag him because then it gives them more time, you know, to work on a deal. But ideally, is what would be nice is if if you could get a Matabike done. Because then you know your cap situation, number one, and then you still have your franchise tag. If you wanted to, if you wanted to do Queen, you could. And I'm not sure what that uh, uh, number would be. You know, the franchise number would be for the linebacker. I don't know, but for uh, Matabike, I think it was like twenty point six million, and that's 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 all cap dollars. So that's that's a huge cap number. You know, when, when you're tight. But for their purposes, you know, when they're figuring out their offseason moves, you got to put him in at 20.6. You got to put you got to put that in, you know, so you don't um, all of a sudden you go sign these guys. And, oh, damn, we don't we don't have, you know, then then he's really got leverage about getting a deal done. Kind of like Dak Prescott does for the Cowboys, because he's going to be sitting at 52 million, you know, and with his number, and they need an extension to be able to sign players. So um, back to the point, I, I just, the only thing, Eric will be trying to get deals done, Bob, uh, and what what advantage, the, the players have no advantage to get a deal done prior to, I mean, you're already there. You're not going to play, you're not going to get hurt, nothing's going to happen. I might as well wait and see what 31 other teams are saying. Sure. It's been eight handy, one up, five, seven, the fan, we'll get into all of that and more. But, boy, we got some interesting news coming out of Sarasota. This is Rich Dubroff on X. This is Rich, not Bob. Gunnar Henderson has a mild oblique strain and will be a few weeks behind. Whatever that means. Jesus. Ah, hold on. Sammy Basayo has a sprain in bud throwing elbow. And will be restricted to DH in Grapefruit League starts. Basayo, the number two prospect behind Holiday, catcher by trade. Woo, we're off to a rocket start here. But wait! This is kind of a bomb. We just talked about quantity and quality. Yeah. Ah, man. Kyle Bradish will start the season on the injured list. Due to a UCL straight. Jesus. Ulnar collateral thingy there. Oh, that's not good. It's elbow. Yeah. John Means is about a month behind the other pitchers because he was held back from his absence from the ALDS. <sighs> Jesus. All right, let's get back to that Ravens playoff loss. What do, you, what do you think about this, though? The Bradish thing is like, whoa. Already saying, and I'm guessing this is from Elias, right? Mm-hmm. Who we're going to hear from? Kyle Bradish will start the season, not spring training, 
the season on the injured list. Get the bleep out of here. Remember last year when it was Tate and who was the other reliever? Uh, might have been Bautista that were going to be slow out the gate, delayed in spring training. Ultimately, didn't matter with Bautista, I think. Tate, Tate was going to pitch in the uh, World Baseball Classic. Right. So at, the, at that time, we thought that was catastrophic. This is uh, it's a whole nother level here. Uh, so three big fancy names in the Gunner thing. Mild oblique strain. Well, hey, Jackson Holiday, step up to the plate. Yeah, literally. Shortstop. And figuratively. Yeah. And Jordan Westberg. Do what you got to do. But a few weeks behind, I don't even know what that means. I mean, you're in spring training for six weeks. A few weeks to me says, what's a few weeks? Four. Four. Huh. But he's a young, strapping, strong dude. I think mild oblique. He'll be ready to rock and roll. If he was a pitcher, I'd be a little more concerned. The Bradish one's kind of, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm flabbergasted. I'm thunderstruck by this news, Nolan. Especially. Your number two starter is now, right. now out for the start of the season. Well, that type of injury, too. When I mean, did he any get time you hear those letters, that, that has yeah. a bit. I mean, he pitched fine in the playoffs. Right. Yeah, it had to be something off-season yeah, stuff. Yeah, who knows, man? Maybe. That that would be a sucky call if you're Elias. And you know, hey, uh, hey, uh, uh, Mike, this is uh, Kyle. Hey, what's up, Kyle? How we doing, man? Oh, I got some bad news. They got all of this uh, information. I'm guessing yesterday. Oh my god. It means he's about a month behind, which means, well, he was already penciled in at the back end of the of the rotation anyway. But Kyle Bradish starting the year on the injured list. There's a little bombshell news for you right out of the gate. Hey, let's uh, let's uh, total request Thursday. Let's request less injuries here. How's that? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Your sports information station, 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Let's have everybody here on this Total Request Thursday. Pick a song, we'll play it. Get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. Start that at 11 o'clock. Bob 80 v. Serato later in the show. We're going to look back at the Ravens draft class of 2021. Going to talk about Maryland's win last night coming from behind to beat Iowa. 
need to start stacking for sure with a tough task coming up Saturday at Xfinity in number 14, Illinois, with their best player back who didn't play in that first game. We got that coming your way. But the news coming out of Sarasota, and we're going to hear from Mike Elias announcing all this stuff. It's not all that great. By the way, Matt Wyrick covers the Orioles for the Baltimore Sun, 11 o'clock. This is Rich Dubroff, our friend from BaltimoreBaseball.com. Gunnar Henderson, mild oblique strain, and we'll be a few weeks behind. I'm hoping, Nolan, that when we play Mike Elias, he might elaborate what a few weeks means. They they don't know. You know what I mean? A few weeks. That's like when John Harbaugh's up there with under yeah. fire. So, well, you have no idea. All, all Elias is doing is regurgitating what the trainer told him. That's all he's doing. Now, Nolan, help me out with this one. Sammy Basayo, their number two prospect in the number one rated prospects in the baseball behind Jackson Holiday. What's going on with the elbow there? Uh, according to Rock, said it's a stress fracture. Whoa. Okay. He'll so, be restricted to here. DH during Grapefruit League, which is good news, right? That he's at least playing. Well, yeah, it says uh, stress fracture in his right elbow detected in November. So this didn't just pop up here in the last week. So they've been uh, they've been at what do they say out in front of it? He's been rehabbing it for a while. Yeah, but so if he's still swinging the stick, they're comfortable there. And by the way, he's not going to make the team. He will eventually, but we'll get into our position breakdown. We did the pitchers the other day, which now it's going to change <laughs> with the news we're about to talk about. But Basayo, yeah, see ya. Because you're going to be a stud, and apparently he's got, like, mayo power. But it's McCann, and it's Adley Rutschman. You heard of those guys? But the big news was uh, Kyle Bradish going to start the season on the injured list due to a UCL sprain. That's the ulnar collateral ligament, ligament elbow. And you said, Nolan, when we were talking during the break, a uh, little uh, PRP stuff going on there? Yeah, just short from Rock here, just said Bradish had a PRP injection in his elbow. Uh, didn't Vinny, say when, didn't say what that entails, but that's it. Okay, and Vinny, you've dealt with that sort of hey, thing I've had before. PRP twice in my thumb, and it's not something that cures it. It just kind of relieves it for a while. I mean, Bob, that's why I've had two PRP injections. You know, I mean, it, it lasts for a little while. Sure. But it comes back. You know, like with my thumb, they told me the only thing that cures it is surgery. Uh, you know, you don't want to hear that, but nope. I mean, nope. yeah. But I'm guessing with the PRP in the elbow, and as Nolan said, we have no idea when it happened. No. Maybe the pain was kind of intolerable. Well, I'm guessing. And they gave him the shot just to alleviate the pain. But if it's a UCL sprain, last thing I want him to do is think that, hey, it's all good. And then you're getting Tommy John C in 2025. So that, to me, it, Hyde said he's not worried about Henderson. He's ready to rock and roll. Again, big, strong dude. Yeah. Basayo, get that elbow straightened up. Keep hitting them home runs and rehab and do your due diligence, I guess, in Bowie this year. But Bradish, man, that's, that's kind of a – that's a – and I'm going to use a corny pun here. That's curveball. Yeah, that was that was because he had to have done it on his own, you know. Because, like you said, Bobby was fine in the playoffs, and then he shows up here and he's got issues. Um, there you were know, no hints of it either. You know what I mean? Like, no, they kept that extremely quiet. Um, but the thing about it is, is like Hyder, you know, with position players, 
like you said, Bob, the first game's not for six weeks. So, I mean, it's like training camp coming in, guy missing a week or two, no big deal. Yeah, you but know? When, they, when they already say that your number two starter, fourth in the Cy Young voting, is going to be on the IL well, to start the year? That would be like your quarterback being out That's, with an yeah, elbow yeah, issue. Yeah, you're putting uh, Lamar on the pup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, a, that's a tough gig, man. But there is depth. We played the cup for Michael Elias, quantity and quality. And I tell you what, that Corbin Burns trade's looking real damn good right <laughs> now. All right, let's get out to the phones. 410-583-1057 is the number. Ellicott City, it's Kevin. Kevin joining us on the WGK Law phone lines. Kevin, what is going on? Scoot, Vinny and Bob. How y'all doing? I'm doing all right, man. Cool, cool. My son and I got to go down to the Terps game last night. It was awesome, man. That uh, that team played their heart out and fought for that victory, so that was cool. Second half, they but, kicked uh, butt. Yeah, uh, uh, Iowa yeah, didn't score, were, what, from 10 minutes on? Well, they had like six points or something. Uh, like Iowa couldn't miss the first half. Second half, they couldn't couldn't hit a bucket. Yeah, and the defense stepped up, Maryland's too. had one of the best defensive teams in the Big Ten all year long. They just can't score. But how about the Sean Harris Smith? And I'll tell you what, I'm not saying that Julian Reese is like Kareem Abdul Jabbar, Bill Walton passing in the low post. He had a couple of nice assists there that led to some easy hoops. I thought one of the biggest plays, though, was when he, t- that turnaround jumper that he had at the buzzer. That was, clock. that was, yeah, that was huge. That's what I knew was like, yeah, we're going to win. Yeah. Because it's not like he's Kevin Durant shooting baseline jumpers. All right. Anyway, Kevin, what's going on, dude? But they were definitely in trouble when their point guard got in, in foul trouble, too. But uh, on to the Orioles, my man. I know um, sometimes the pass can be a little bit of an anchor for folks, but I believe this guy turned the corner. I really think the Orioles should consider Trevor Bauer, man. We could line him up against Garrett Cole. He's a competitor. He's healthy. And he ain't even asking. It ain't even about the Said money. He'd, work, the he'd pitch for the minor league minimum or whatever it was. Yeah, he don't even care about the money, my man. I, I think he would be the perfect pick pickup for us. And I think him and Cole were actually teammates at UCLA, if I'm not mistaken. It was a huge in-team feud because they were both vying for the top of the mountain, my man. They they kind of like didn't even like each other. If you if you watch the uh, the looks guy, like he loves everybody. <laughs> yeah, he might, maybe he does. That's a guy with a permanent <laughs> scowl on his face. But Kevin, to your point, hey, thanks for the call, man. <sighs> Bauer had to pay. Take all criminal stuff. Gone. Yeah. He's been ostracized from Major League Baseball. I mean, I don't know with that one. I don't know the inner workings of the allegations. He said all of the rough stuff was consensual with the girl. I believe it was uh, uh, Bauman, the former GM of the uh, Reds, said he'll never pitch in Major League Baseball again. Uh. So he's got hat in hand wanting to come back. I mean, he had just won the Cy Young and signed that mega deal with the Dodgers. No denying the talent. He's one of the five best pitchers in baseball, but a lot of baggage there. And he's kind of a volatile dude just as a ball player, Nolan, just as uh, off-the-field stuff seems to be pretty reckless as well. And that that would – I mean, Bob, with the stuff going on with Zay Flowers too, you know? People either love him or they hate him. You know, you go either way on it. The legal stuff is the legal stuff. I think if you're a team that's inquiring, you got to do your own due diligence. You got to sit down, have those conversations, do your own research. 
and then determine. But if this guy's willing to play for MLB league minimum, a former Cy Young winner, yeah, to take a one-year chance, I'm not saying the Orioles have to do it, but I, I think there's got to be a team out there that's willing to take a chance here. I just remember when he pitched for Cleveland. And he was bent about balls and strikes. And he turned around from the mound and threw the ball over the center field <laughs> fence. Kauffman Stadium. Yeah. yeah. And and Lindor, who was with Cleveland at the time, was just he watched the ball soar over the fence and then looked at him like, what the hell are you doing? It, it was it was a bad look. But Trevor Bauer wants to come back to Major League Baseball. The Orioles have lost Kyle Bradish at least for the start of the season. As we said, Matt Weirich will be joining us from the Baltimore Sun. If you're on the phones, feel free to get in at 410-583-1057. Speaking of another team in the AL East that's got issues off the field, Neil Solens, Rays Radio, Wander Franco. That's another thing that has made the headlines and not for really awesome stuff on the field. At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, Campania? Amy, post up in the bleachers. You're all garbage! The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 105.7 The Fan. I don't know that I can prognosticate any additions. There's obviously still people out there, you know, we're, we're remaining on the phones. Um, I do want to be clear that we're expecting both of those guys back. Um, so I don't, you know, want to want to go crazy ringing the alarm bells there. Mike Elias, that was today, within the hour, Orioles general manager, talking about the losses of Kyle Bradish and John Means. Now, if you're just tuning in to clarify a little bit, and we'll talk to uh, Matt Weirich here from the Baltimore Sun in a couple of minutes. Kyle Bradish, who finished fourth in the Cy Young voting last year in the American League, was the Orioles' starter in game one of the playoffs against Texas. Going to start the year on the injured list. So that's already been determined. Yep. UCL, PRPs, there's a lot of letters there. So I'm guessing, Biddy, and you heard Michael Elias didn't want to get into his crystal ball. I'm guessing UCL opening days the 28th. We won't see Kyle Bradish probably till June, July is what I'm guessing. Now UCL, and I hope I'm wrong. The UCL Bob is that like the beginning of worse things happening? I think it's part of bad things happening. Because Isn't that what Batista had? UCL was Jim Palmer used to deal with these sorts of things. The famous Earl Weaver line was, I didn't know what an ulnar nerve was until I met Jim Palmer. <laughs> but it's bad news there. So Bradish, he's out of our five-man rotation, at least to start the season and probably for a prolonged yeah, time. Yeah. And then John Means, month behind is what they're saying there. So if they say a month, so he starts throwing two weeks before opening day. We'll see. And then you need the month to ramp up. Right. You need We're not going to see up. John Means May probably till May or June. Yeah. Oh, boy. So what do you do? Revisit Dylan Cease? Go I, for a Michael Lorenzen sort of guy? I, I think, Bob, what you do, uh, I'm guessing what Elias will do. He doesn't seem like the type of guy, and he said it, you know, that they're going to throw the the alarms off. I don't think they'll panic. You know, kind of like, I, I think they'll go through and see what they have oh, they'll let for a couple. Yeah. Training play. I mean, yeah. you have the Povages, you have the 
you know, the the Steven Johnson, but he's coming back from Tommy John himself. The only thing is, Bob, like, and they'll know, you know, kind of how Bradish is coming along, you know, two or three weeks in. Like, if he's not coming along and Means is still slow and the other guys are struggling, then I think we see them make a move. But what you have to do now, like, you, you your bullpen composition changes. Because now Tyler Wells he may be a... and Cole Irvin have to move from projected bullpen roles to maybe being part. So then our boy Bauman and some of those guys. Bauman might, has a better chance now maybe making the team. But this is all to be determined. But uh, tough news, man. Hoofta. Tough news. Uh, and also, Gunnar Henderson, oblique, day-to-day, air quotes. But Brandon Hyde, will hear from him later. He said, hey, not worried. Well, well bottom be line is, is Gunnar didn't even have to be there yet. You know, so they had physicals, I'm guessing, yesterday. That's how they got all this information. Well, you know, if he's there, that's a good thing. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, let's get out to the phones. 410-583-1057 is the number. We'll start it on the Eastern Shore with Frank. Frank, what is happening? Frank. His phone. Hey, I'm sorry. I thought you were my wife calling me. I was trying to ignore you. Yeah, well, I am. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am going to be your wife. <laughs> Answer the phone, Frank. <laughs> Pick up when I call you. <laughs> sorry. Again, you sound like my wife, Bob. Yeah, get some milk. Um, listen, uh, everybody's talking about the uh, depth of the Orioles and, you know, how adding. uh uh, the new guy, I can't remember his name anyway, and they're going to have super depth. Well, let's find out how much depth they really have. I'd rather have it happen now than when we're making a run for the for the pennant or the division or whatever. Let's see how good those other guys are. I mean, I think they had the potential to be good starters, both Wells and... Uh, Cole Irvin. Yeah, the guy. Pardon? Yeah, Cole Irvin. It's Cole Irvin. And uh, Frank, answer the phone when your wife calls. Um... Irvin's got to pitch 190 innings for Oakland two years ago yeah. and was acquired last year to be a part of the five-man rotation. But he was jettisoned quickly, came back, and helped them in a swing roll second half of the season. And, and Tyler Wells had the lowest whip of any pitcher in the American League at the All-Star break. Fatigue set in. Maybe he and Hyde weren't really seeing an eye to eye. He went back to the minors, had to, as they say, reset. And when he came back pitching out of the bullpen, he didn't give up a run. And that includes into the postseason. Let's go to Wally on the Eastern Shore. Wally, what's happening? Hey, good morning, guys. How are we? Great. Is your wife calling too or not? No, not yet. Hey, shh. shh might be. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the funny thing is, this, this call was like, um, going to be like, oh, you know, we're not going to do that bad. But when I heard it was UCL, you know, you go into a little bit of panic mode. Mm-hmm. But um, here's my thing. I, I would love for them to go out now and take a chance on Bauer. I think the only reason all the teams are staying away from him is not him. I don't think they want the press. Because no matter what, the question of his innocence and everything is going to come up. And I think that's what these owners and GMs don't want is the negative press. But in this situation, I don't want to go out and make a panic trade, like giving the White Sox or whatever the, the arm up saying, oh, now we can get a bunch of prospects because they're desperate. And to me, go out and sign a power and seek minimum. And the last thing you want to do is see the Red Sox or Yankees take a chance. The next thing you know, he's winning 15 games for them. 
to me, it's a, a no-brainer. And if the guy's not producing, you, you cut your losses. All right, Wally, thank you for the call. I mean, there's as he pointed out, we've talked about, he and going back to Bauer, you know, after the serious yeah. allegations where he did have to pay financially, never really apologized for anything. Always yeah. was kind of like, eh, well, I didn't really do anything wrong. Wasn't me. Yeah. Just a victim of circumstance. You know, but the, the only, negative press will be plentiful for yeah, sure. Yeah, the only thing I, I would say, Bob, is, you know, like you said, you know, you have to find out what kind of guy he is in the clip. Because you got a bunch of young dudes and you don't want them affected by And they're already cancer. like a family type yeah. of vibe in that yeah. clubhouse. And the veterans they have brought in, the Jordan Lyles's, the O'Hearns last year. The guys the that Ky- love baseball. The Kyle Gibsons. Yeah. And uh, a couple years ago, the who was the guy that started the goggle thingy there? Oh, it was uh, Odor, right? Odor. I mean, they had a, they were welcomed and they were leaders and they affected things positively, teaching these players the right and wrong way to handle their business with right. the media and right. on the field. Because if you bring this guy in, Bob, what's every every interview, everything, every player is going to be asked about. What's he like? Yeah. How's he doing? You I know, think I that mean, dis- disrupts chemistry, oh, if anything. Time. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fans with Kyle Bradish. He's going to start the year on the IL. We got that one coming right out of the gate. We're going to talk more Orioles with Matt Wyrick from the Baltimore Sun. Got the whip around coming up, 11.15. A lot happening in the world of sports last night. And Neil Solent from Rays Radio, Tampa. They made the playoffs again last year. Wanda Franco's status is uncertain. That's an understatement. But they also jettisoned some familiar names. So what is the plan in Tampa? You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 